and welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Are you overworked, overstressed, and overwhelmed? You want life to be different, but you don't even know how to get there. Man, oh man, I lived there myself. And in my experience with working with thousands of people from all walks of life, there is one simple thing that holds so many of us back, a lack of time management. We may know what we want, but we often don't know how to get there and don't feel like we can add one more thing into our already busy day. And that's exactly why I created the Dream Life Action Planner. It's a 90-day inspired game plan that will give you total clarity on your greatest priorities and skyrocket your productivity on the tasks that matter most. And now, for a limited time, you can get your own copy for free. And when you go to denisewalsh.com slash action. Denise Walsh, D-E-N-I-S-E-W-A-L-S-H dot com slash action. A-C-T-I-O-N. Put your information in and we will send this action planner directly to your inbox so you can set your goals, reprioritize your calendar, and design your dream life today. Big, big welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am super excited for you to hear from our next guest. He is the author of the national bestseller, The Healing Power of Essential Oils, and has pioneered natural living and biblical health education since 2003. He was trained as an aromatherapist, public health researcher, and chiropractor, and started naturallivingfamily.com in 2014 with his wife to help people learn how to safely and effectively use natural remedies such as essential oils. He has now been visited by more than 6 million natural health seekers every year, and naturalfamilyhealth.com has rapidly become the number one online source for biblical health and non-branded essential oils education. And in his new book, The Essential Oils Diet, He teaches us how to lose weight and transform your health with the power of essential oils and bioactive foods. Yeah, I am so excited to dive into this. So let's give a big Dreamcast welcome to Dr. Eric Zielinski. Well, thank you, Denise. I really appreciate this opportunity and I love it. I love it. You know, we were just talking about working from home and having the kids be around us. It's like we have such a just a fun opportunity to do what we do. And, you know, th- this wasn't part of my 10-year vision board to do what I've been doing. I'm supposed to be like in a clinic working with patients and researching. And God just had a different plan, a different story. So I hope we get to talk a little bit about that, maybe because essential oils were not really on my radar 10 years ago. And here we are. It's like, you know, you just can't predict where you're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I think God always has a better plan than we even yeah. think ourselves. So, yeah, I'm really interested in how you got interested in essential oils. So take me back to why did you choose chiropractor, aromatherapy, and natural health yourself? My life was filled with pain. I mean, physical, literal pain ever since I've been, you know, young teenager, young adult. And it it wasn't until I went 
to a good chiropractor that I could actually get back to running again. I had a couple sports injuries and I had a very poor diet and just, I can always remember not being well, you know, chronic ear infections and sore throats and, you know, acne and, and just felt yucky. I mean, gas and bloating a lot when I was a kid and, and my mom and dad didn't know any better and they did what any parent would do at the time. And I lived on the quote, standard American diet, the sad diet. And so kind of fast forward till I got a little older and, you know, I started developing into depression. I started developing into, you know, not really knowing why I was here and what my purpose in life was. And so I had a spiritual transformation when I was 23. And I realized, you know, my body is a temple, the temple of the Holy Spirit. I got to take care of this thing. And my mentor, my first pastor really spoke to me about, you got to be healthy. And most mentors and pastors, at least men, don't really talk about that stuff a lot. And I was kind of blessed, I should say. And God really had me on this path from a very early age at 23. And essential oils were not part of my healing story at all, like at all. And I did my own healing mechanisms, my freedom, because I was addicted to, I was smoking pot, I was doing drugs, I was drinking a lot of booze, I was smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. I was, I was trying to self-medicate myself with things. And, you know, that didn't work. But what did work was health. What did work was a healthy life in Christ for me. What did work was nutrition and exercise. And, and fast forward, you know, about 10 years after I met my wife and after we got married and I started seeing her use essential oils that I was really even introduced to essential oils. So I was kind of skeptical at first. And I think a lot of men can relate. You know, I'm not going to like go play beach volleyball with my guy friend smelling like ylang-ylang. We'll take my guy card away. You know, I've been I've been cautious of that. And so it wasn't until as a medical writer, a researcher, that one of my clients commissioned me to write a series of public health reports about essential oils. And that's when I had to. I was forced to read dozens, hundreds of trials. And I was hit again and again and again, kind of on the side of the head, like, wake up here. Look what the research is sharing. And like, I started looking at how oils can help balance blood pressure, blood sugar, how oils can help soothe inflammation, how oils can actually have a chemotherapeutic and chemo preventative effect on cancer patients. I'm like, what in the world am I missing here? And now it's just been a journey of kind of catching up with my wife's what she's known for 25 so years, but now my world has been open to plant-based therapies like oils. Ooh, it, it is so interesting when you learn something that's been there the whole time, but is not readily taught or available in society. I feel like we get to this point where we're like, everybody needs to know this. <laughs> yeah. And so tell me why the chiropractor, when you first went in at 23 and actually started to take your body seriously, what were some things that, that they did that helped you feel better right away? Oh, well, when it comes to chiropractic, I mean, really, he did nothing less or nothing more than just uh, really adjust my, my extremities to help me so I can run again. And so, and help also adjust my back because I, I had nerve impingement. And so he just took away the pain. I mean, just a few adjustments. And I was like, wow, like I can run, I could play, I could do things. And I remember being 14 years old and I actually made the I think it was varsity soccer team at the time. And I couldn't play. Like I injured myself. And I just remember being in high school, like it really caused me to fall into depression. Because I'm an athletic guy. I love playing sports. And so the chiropractor, the one that I had, wasn't focused on really high healthy lifestyle. It wasn't focused on anything else, but just come in here and I'll just you, I'll make you feel good. And I'll never forget what that made me feel like, like coming out of pain. But, you know, I met a friend of mine 
now friend, David Jockers, doctor. You can go to drjockers.com actually. Well known in the fasting space as as an expert for intermittent fasting. And, and I remember going to one of his health talks. This was a decade ago, actually 10 years and a month. I'll never forget. It was in May in 2009. And a friend of mine invited me to go listen to this new chiropractor. He had a health talk about, you know, just how to be healthy. And I was like, okay. I went with my wife and, and I remember not really being you know, like, wow, I had the revelation of I've learned new information. But what the wow moment for me was I'd never heard a doctor, a chiropractor, a medical doctor, anyone take everything into one. And David's a Christian. So David talked about the spiritual aspect of life. He talked about the physical. He talked about the chiropractic. He talked about your nutrition, your supplements, all of it. I was like, wow, it just inspired me. Like there is such a thing as holistic healthcare in that way. And so we ended up having lunch with him and kind of, he just spoke to me in a way where he just said, he did, he, you know, he had no idea what he was even saying at the time. Like, but it impacted me. It was a life-changing comment. He's like, you, you know, what are you doing? I mean, if you don't like doing what you're doing, you should be a chiropractor. And I never really liked my job. And he wasn't judgmental. He was like, I would see you'd be great at this. You're passionate about health. You know, you got a young family. Um, you're interested, you should go to school. And how many 29-year-olds that have a good corporate job are willing to quit their job to chase after a dream of being a chiropractor? But what that was, was like, it was kind of like the word of God speaking to my spirit. And my wife, Sabrina, and I drove home because we were on vacation at the time. We drove home from Georgia back to Michigan, and we just dreamed what that would look like. Like, wow, really? You think we could do this? Like have a health center? And then we started seeing what Sabrina's role would be. And she would be like home birth mom and homeschool mom groups and that kind of like mops, you know, moms of preschoolers. Now we do the doctor thing and we kind of dreamed of what they would look like. And three months later, quit my job when we moved down to chiropractic college at Life University in Marietta to chase after the stream. And so all because someone like David Jockers reached out and said, you should do this. And maybe that's what people need. Someone listening right now, whatever it might be, whether it's uh, join a network marketing company or chase after a crazy dream of starting a business or being a doctor or whatever, like you just need someone to believe in you enough, even a total stranger to believe in you enough to start that journey. Oh, so good. I've seen Dr. David Jackers on YouTube, so I know who you're talking about. And I love that you're, you're exactly right. You sought out information that was exciting to you. He saw that spark and he said, keep going, keep going, keep going. That spark means something. And I think sometimes we can just take it as a hobby or we just say, well, I'll go back and do that spark. The thing that makes me really excited on the weekends. But you said, no, I'm going to follow that spark. And so you, you went back to school for chiropractic. And where in Michigan did you live, by the way? Oh, I lived around a few different areas. I went to Wayne State City College in Detroit. I met my wife in Midland. She's born and raised in Midland. Stayed there for a couple of years. And then um, that's where I was actually working for Dow Chemical at the time. My okay. father was an agri-scientist. And so I met her at Mich um, Midland, mid-Michigan area. And um, yeah, so between Detroit, Midland, kind of in between. Oh, funny. I um, grew up in Troy, so Detroit area, and now went to Grand Valley and live in Grand Rapids. But my family, my dad's side is all from Midland. And so my grandpa used to work at Dow Chemical. And, you know, I think when you, I mean, even for her to grow up in that culture, um, you learn a lot of probably the, what not to do <laughs> mm -hmm. living yeah. around, around that. So very cool. Just side note, cool, very interesting. And she's, you weren't, you were already interested in health and wellness. You were already interested in the, you were doing medical writing. You got your 
chiropractor degree. Tell me how naturallivingfamily.com got started. That's a fun little story that my wife fought me on because when I started, my first website was called drericz.com. Uh, never liked it. I, I wanted abundantlife.com. I wanted biblehealth.com. And by that time, all the dot-coms I wanted were taken. And so we decided we needed a website. And I was a medical writer and, and I needed basically something to show people I could write. And so it was, it was a CV. It was my resume, my curriculum B-Day online. So I started DrEricZ.com and then my wife's like, hey, we've got this website. Can I put a couple of my recipes up there? Maybe my gardening tips. And so it developed. Next thing I know, I transitioned from writing for other people to writing for me and our blog just exploded, especially the more I talked about essential oils. And I, I hosted uh, an essential oil summit, a telesummit that reached 165,000 people. It like instantly put us on the map back in 2015. And so this Dr. Eric Z thing was always there. And we started, you know, reaching a lot of people, like four or five plus million people on that website. But I didn't know what to do with my wife. I mean, here's my wife. And, and she formulated the recipes, the food recipes, a lot of the DIY stuff. And she had this whole gardening tab. And, and then we called it like natural living. It was like a natural living tab on the website. I just didn't feel good about it. Like the actual picture that I put on my website was me and my wife and, and my family. So it was never just about me. And, and I really believe God was tugging on my heart, tugging on my heart. Like, Hey, you know, Hey, you don't like this. I never really liked the name, Dr. Eric Z. It didn't really, you know, I never liked it. it branding wise, marketing wise, I never really liked it anyway. And I was like, how do we figure out a way where we bring Sabrina with me, like step by step? So now Sabrina's not like relegated to a tab. She's part of it front and center in a way where it can honor her. And so I really believe it was inspired, like a divine inspiration that came to me, like natural living. Like, who are we? Like, we are a natural living family. Now, I did my own little search engine optimization marketing stuff. I realized, oh, there's kind of people looking for natural living stuff out there. Okay, it could be smart. Um, that could be a way of reaching more people, helping more people. And then the natural living family, if you look at the logo, it's natural living family with Dr. Z and Mama Z. And I was like, this is a way for us to be together side by side instead of, again, her being under the Dr. Eric Z website thing, which also caused confusion because she just, one, earned the crown of Mrs. Georgia. Who would have thought there's such a thing? But my wife is now Mrs. Georgia on her way to compete for Mrs. America. And her website, again, was Dr. Eric Z. You know, go to the Dr. Eric Z slash natural living tab. Like, nah, I didn't like that. And it wasn't fair to her. So I go to her. I'm like, Sabrina, I got this idea. It was last year in like September or maybe August. And I'm like, we're, we're going to change the website. We're going to call it natural living and have it be me and you side by side. And she's like, no. Like, what do you mean no? Like, that's my wife, by the way. Everything is usually no until she has a chance to uh, process it. So in a good way. And so I, I told her this. And then after a while, like, she started warming up to the idea. And my team loved it. And our marketing analyst people loved it. Like, oh, this is going to be great. And she finally warmed up to the idea. And, you know, we now love it. And it turned out to become an avenue for us to reach more people. Now we developed the Natural Living Family Podcast. And so now on the advertisements for the pageant booklets and things, my wife very, can very proudly say, go to my website, naturallivingfamily.com. So it's something that also can outlive us because, you know, who am I going to pass on DrEricZ.com to as well, right? And that's one thing a lot of folks don't realize when you start a website, think outside of you. Think outside of you in, in your business because, you know, one day you might want to be able to pass it along to somebody, maybe a legacy to a child, a family member, or someone might want to buy it. That'd be cool. So anyway, that's kind of how that developed. And we love it. 
And it's given my wife and I, again, this opportunity to be side by side to move forward on our vision. I love that. And your website is full of lots of information. There's essential oils for immune health. There's family stuff. I see the blueprint for beating cancer God's way. I mean, there's just a lot of really helpful information, snacks and cleaning tips and all that kind of stuff. So tell me when you were doing the research on essential oils, even though you're writing for someone else, that information kind of seeped into your bones. What about it so specific, like made you so excited? I mean, just the direct impact that essential oils can have on the body's physiology. I mean, nothing that I could see on the planet has a profound effect like essential oils compared to drugs. I mean, it's drugs or essential oils. Herbs don't do it. Food can't do it. Exercise, mind-body stuff can't do it. I mean, a direct like physiological, therapeutic, medicinal response. Everything else though, nutrition, supplements, and herbs all have an effect, but not as profound, not as immediate. And that's the thing because the way that essential oils work, they're basically plant-based. Chem- I mean, it is plant-based chemistry. And so when you look at the drugs that people take today, the best example is aspirin. It's not like chemists invented the chemical structures of aspirin in a vacuum. I mean, they, they took what they knew as an analgesic property from the birch, from the bark of the birch tree, and they extracted it and they found this chemical known as methyl salicylate. And like, okay, well, let's manufacture this and put a shiny white cover on and call it aspirin. Like that's where chemists get the drugs from, from nature. Now there's so many different chemical processes that they can kind of mix and match, but at the core, pharmaceuticals are stemmed from plant-based medicine. And my thought, it just kind of dawned on me, like, why wouldn't I get the real deal? Like, why wouldn't I use birch and other oils or plant-based therapies like wintergreen or spearmint or peppermint that have the same type of analgesic property instead of going to aspirin or Motrim or whatever, right? So that's really what dawned on me. And also looking at historically, looking at it from a biblical perspective, like what, what, what sort of things that our ancestors do and use to treat disease? And that kind of opens up your mind because our, our ancestors did a pretty good job overall. I know they, we've had ups and downs in life expectancy and bubonic plagues and things like that. But overall, we're here. I mean, after how many thousands or millions of years, whatever your theory is of evolution or creation, we've been here for quite a while as a human species. And what got us here wasn't drugs. I mean, drugs are new on the market. And so you look at what our ancestors have used, plant-based medicine from the very beginning of time. And so your first book, The Healing Power of Essential Oils, talks all about that, that specifically. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. The first book is all about essential oils, the history of essential oils, how to use them, the various ways, the various different types of essential oil-based products like extracts and absolutes and all these different things. And so we cover essentially soup the nuts. There is going to be a follow-up book to that because we couldn't cover everything, but we touch base on autoimmune disorders, gut disorders, inflammation, menopause, PMS, like everything you think of as much as I could fit within like 300 pages. And so the overarching question was, what else can we do to help people? You know, like what would be a good follow-up book to the overall essential oils lifestyle that we try to propose to people in the healing power of essential oils and weight became, it was, it was just profound weight gain, obesity, the link that weight and the overweight epidemic that we have in our society is, is linked to everything from autoimmune conditions to cancer to, of course, obviously diabetes and pain, 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 heart disease. Like so many people, like our, our death rate of related to chronic disease would plummet if people would just get their weight down. 
And that's pretty much well established in the medical literature. This isn't just me as a quote chiropractor or natural health guy saying this. Like everyone realizes the first thing people, uh, any good doctor will recommend a patient to do is find their ideal healthy weight. And then things just start to fix. Now, yes, some people have genetic dispositions. Other people have chronic or or, or other diseases or, or acute issues like infection and other stuff like that. But by and large, I mean, just imagine what would happen to people our society, especially mental health, like the link to depression, suicidal thoughts and traumatic PTSD, all these things related to being overweight and not just like the the self-image aspect of it. That's huge. But the wear and tear that extra pounds have on your body, like this as a chiropractor, something we really got drilled on in clinicals and school was the, the burden on your musculoskeletal system, like your body can't maintain than amount of weight. I mean, gravity is not your friend at that point. And so, I mean, most people, they just find themselves getting out of back pain. They start sleeping better. Their libido. I mean, everything. Like you have a sluggish thyroid. Why? You might blame your weight on your thyroid or you could blame your thyroid on your weight. Like we start to see a lot of the excuses that people have and a lot of the reasons why people aren't feeling well or whatever. All bail boils down to that. And so we decided, you know, let's tackle this thing. Let's really help people balance their weight and find a lifestyle, and that's key, a lifestyle that they could enjoy and a lifestyle that's sustainable, not a diet that's made to be broken, but a true, quote, diet, like your collection of foods. That's like the definition of diet. Like, so we want to help people eat foods that are good, life-giving, and also very satisfying. I have the essential oils diet book right in front of me and I read through it this weekend and I did not know you could use essential oils in so many different ways. I love it. Not only just diffusing them, but topically you have recipes and lots of things, lots of ways that we can add essential oils into our everyday. And then you also talk about bioactive foods. Can you describe that a bit? Bioactive compounds are something that researchers have been talking about for decades. I mean, bioactive compounds are plant-based chemicals that are non-nutritive substances in our food, meaning that there's no nutrition to them. They are fiber. They polyphenols, carotenoids. Like carotenoids are the, the pigments, like very rich antioxidant-rich chemicals that give your peppers and your carrots the vibrant oranges and reds and yellows. And again, healthy rainbow color foods. Polyphenols are more than 8,000 different polyphenols. Again, antioxidant-rich food. Now, they're not vitamins. They're not minerals. They're not fats. They're not proteins. And they're not carbs. So they're not, quote, nutrition that's required for life. But researchers have showed if you have a diet replete in these bioactive compounds, you'll be alive, but you won't be healthy. And if you want optimal health, has nothing really to do with carbs, calories, fats, proteins, vitamins, and minerals. You need to have a well-balanced diet. And often you need a diet rich in bioactive compounds. And fiber is a big one. Like many people are just overdosing on probiotic supplements because they're trying to help their gut health. Well, you know what really helps with your gut health? What helps feed probiotics are prebiotics, aka fiber. Another addition to this list of bioactive compounds are essential oils. So essential oils are a, quote, bioactive compound. They're not required for life. 
but they boost your immune system like no other. Again, they're filled with antioxidants and they're filled with antiviral, antibacterial, antimicrobial substance. They fight disease. They enhance your body's ability to heal, burn fat, and all kinds of things. So we're trying to get people back to this idea. And again, I haven't heard of anyone talk about bioactive foods in the context of a diet. Now, this is a lot of the same foods you hear about. You know, your, your nuts, your legumes, your green leafy vegetables, your cruciferous cancer-fighting vegetables, like your bok choy and your cabbage, your kale, your broccoli. People know about this stuff. But under the context of the why, and, and if you think about, are these foods life-giving? Are these foods going to give me more than just help me reach my daily allowance of fat? Then that really opens up the door to, to having a nice, you know, kind of like a rainbow type of approach to your food where you can eat all the spectrums. And in your book, you share uh, the big four, which are four specific essential yep. oils that are the most effective. Can you describe them for us? In, in our book, the essential oils diet, the core essential oils that you'll need would be peppermint, would be cinnamon bark, grapefruit, and lime. And these are oils that some of you might already have or others you might need to get, but they will help you do what you need to do. Now, of course, there's many others that we talked about, but I love these four because they are the ones that can help your body really balance its metabolism, kind of reset. And I actually like the word reset instead of even balancing metabolism, but helping you reset your metabolism, reset your taste buds, reset the way that you are approaching life. Like cinnamon, for example. We all know, many people do, that, that cinnamon powder and cinnamon as a whole can help balance blood sugar. Well, the oil does even more because the oil has that strong medicinal effect. And so one of the number one causes of obesity, one of the number one causes of unhealthy and unrelenting, this is the key, unrelenting sugar cravings is having, you know, having blood sugar that's just too high all the time. Like the body just is never satisfied. Insulin sensitivity is just through the roof. Insulin receptors aren't working well. Well, cinnamon bark can actually help your receptors be more receptive. Your insulin receptors can help your body produce a good amount of insulin that you need. Will help lower your blood sugar so you're not always craving sugar. Because if, if you consume anything, whether it's an apple or a candy bar, if you're consuming um, a high sugar type of food item, and if your body can't properly metabolize it, your body is going to still crave it because your body needs it. Your body needs glucose for energy, ATP production. And that's the problem with people's blood sugars being so high all the time, the body essentially becomes numb. It can't respond to it. The, the receptors aren't sensitive anymore. Insulin can't do its job. So cinnamon can help that. Peppermint is great, not only for hunger cravings, but it helps with give you a satiety. It helps you feel full. It's a natural energy booster. Research has shown that with college athletes, just consuming one drop of peppermint can increase VO2 max, your energy production, your strength, your fitness level. Like for athletes, peppermint is a must. It's like a shot of espresso in a little drop. And you could apply it topically over your chest, your back. It's great also for sore muscles because it's anti-inflammatory. It's very soothing in that sense for your muscles. You know, like the, j just think of your muscle rub. Bengay has that minty smell to it. Well, there's why? Because of the menthol. Grapefruit and lime. Same reason, but two different kind of approaches. We love these oils because of their proven effect to stimulate lipolysis, which is fat breakdown. Just inhaling 
these essential oils, lime and grapefruit, can cause your body to start burning fat. Now, I'm not saying just opening up a bottle of lemon or lime or grapefruit citrus oils are going to help you lose 50 pounds. But one thing I've noticed with essential oils is they help people get through a hump. They help people get beyond a place where they're just kind of stuck in a plateau. Or if you need a boost, if you need some help, the goal with using these oils and just the whole approach in our book isn't so you're using oils every day. Just like we don't want people to be on drugs for the rest of their life. Like I don't want people to have to use cinnamon bark to keep their blood pressure from balancing. But if you need a crutch, really, then just call it for what it is. If you need something to help you through a season, you need a bridge, a crutch, however you want to look at it. I would rather do something natural that isn't going to give you side effects. With the goal that you only are going to use essential oils in the future to enhance your life. Like me, I love using essential oils, but I don't need essential oils. That's a difference. I don't need them to live. I use them to enhance my life. You talk about diffusing them. You talk about putting them in a roll-on, you know, that you can roll on your, on your wrists or on your chest and then using them in recipes. Tell me a little bit about that. I've never used essential oils in recipes before. Well, you know, what do you think flavors your natural flavored water and your naturally flavored food item? Essential oils. And that's something that people don't realize. Like, oh, really? Like, yeah, it's either fake or real essential oil. And that's kind of mind blowing when you think about all the oils manufactured on the market. Roughly 50%, again, all the oils that are made in the world, about half of them are used by the food and flavor industry. Same stuff that's flavoring your Coca-Cola, same thing that's flavoring your favorite minty ice cream or your lemon bars. So we just kind of bring that to everyday use. And we love what we call culinary doses, like one or two drops of an essential oil give you a very, very minor medicinal dose, but they enhance your food and flavoring. But it also gives you the culinary aspect, the culinary dose of food. You know, people need to think about instead of having like a quote medicinal dose of garlic to interact with infection, like if you have a, a regular low dose culinary dose of fresh garlic in your diet, like you're, you're just giving your body like little boost here, there, boost there. And that's what I like about using essential oils in food. And also they enhance the flavor. Like you've never lived until you had guacamole with a drop of lime and a drop of cilantro. It's like, wow. And that's a problem with dried herbs because dried herbs are nice, they're tasty, but they're kind of flat. I mean, at the end of the day, Truth be told, dry herbs can only do so much for my palate because essentially when you dry the herb, you're extracting out the essential oil. So that flavor burst you're missing. But also you're missing a huge medicinal aspect. It takes like one drop of cinnamon to equal like a whole teaspoon or two teaspoons of cinnamon powder. That's a huge difference. Imagine that with your peppermint tea and all the other things. So anyway, it puts things in a really fun perspective that you can just make your food taste better and give you more of like, again, a nice minor, minor therapeutic dose to it. And you don't have to worry about drug interactions. You don't have to worry about hurting yourself. It's a very safe way of ingesting essential oils. So interesting. It seems like I should have a ton of essential oils in my spice drawer, you know, because you can use them. Yeah, we do. Okay. Oh, yeah. And the right next to our spice store, we have all these oils. I mean, citrus oils, lemon. I, I don't know how we go through a lot of lemon because I love, we like like lemon dips. My wife's recipe, her lemon dip recipe is awesome. It's right there. You add a couple drops of essential oil to it. I mean, just so many things. We go through a lot. Like I like a drop of peppermint and a drop of cinnamon bark and my matcha green tea latte. I just love the flavor of it. I mean, you know, a lot of people love that for their, their pumpkin pie spice lattes. Like we do that, but we don't use bad 
stuff. We flavor it the right way. So yeah, you'll love it. I mean, even a drop of cumin in your curry, a drop of black pepper in your soup, that kind of stuff goes, little goes a long way. And what I love about your book too, is that it has a meal plan, has recipes, it has ideas, but it also is a well-rounded approach, meaning there's other information in here too. For example, the electromagnetic exposure was a really interesting chapter because the whole 5G conversation is happening right now. Can you explain a little bit about how the electromagnetic exposure impacts us on a cellular level? Yeah, we have seen that low-dose EMFs in microwaves has been caused by weight gain. There is a direct link. Our body has not been designed by God, and I'll argue this all day. And it's hard because we don't see it, we don't feel it, we don't touch it until we don't sleep good one day and then you turn off your Wi-Fi router and you sleep like a baby and you're like, oh, how did that happen, right? It's like, you know, you stumble upon it. This is one of those things where you have to unlearn what we've been taught by essentially through osmosis. We've been taught that the waves, the TV waves, the radio waves are okay. And we're seeing, I'll never forget one study that showed like a direct relationship to using cell phones, like handheld cell phones and brain cancer. It's like a hundred thousand plus person study in Sweden. And they're doing a lot of these studies outside, like in Luxembourg outlawed 5G, like they won't allow it. And, and they're like, look, until it's proven, we're not going to let it in our country. And that's a, that's a good thought where you have a society, a culture that's saying until something is proven, we're not going to let our people be a science experiment. And that's the number one fault of our government and the number one fault of our society in America is that we allow our people to be a science experiment. And you see it every time a drug gets recalled because so many people died, those were science experiments that were just at the hands of the drug industry. And, and this isn't to pinpoint you know, drugs as, as bad, it's to say we have to thoroughly prove stuff. And we have no idea what 5G is gonna do to us. We don't even know what 4G is going to do to us. We have no idea how 3G is going to affect us. Like we don't even know at the genetic cellular level what's happening. And it is scary that right now, especially in America, you can't even avoid it unless you're 50, 60 miles up in the woods. Like it is everywhere. And so we're finding that, yeah, it's causing in like this cellular neurological insult to the body where the body doesn't even know how to respond. And ultimately what's happened is there's this low-dose inflammation, this low-dose inflammatory response that the body is just always in because of the constant insult, whether it's through the foods that we eat, whether it's through the extreme amounts of EMFs that we're being exposed to, whether it's through whatever it is, the topics, the topical body care products that you're putting on your skin, the body is always in this fight or flight trying to survive mode. It can never really rest. It can never really stop and just be. And that's something that's surprising for some of the older people that are listening, maybe for them to kind of see and like, wow, you know, you're right. 50 years ago, it wasn't like that. We didn't have 15 different smelling kinds of soaps. We had like one soap. <laughs> it smelled like soap. We didn't have hand sanitizers. All these kids didn't have 50 different rounds of antibiotics before they turned two months. It wasn't like that. It was like, okay, your body could be and exist and heal. And that's what we're trying to get people to is to realize these low-dose toxins 
that I get it. Parts per billion ain't going to kill you. But you know what? You consume parts per billion of, of glyphosate and parts per billion of pesticides. It's going to catch up with you after a while. And we find that obesity and weight gain is linked to a lot of this because instead of the body's metabolism now being used to burn fat and get you at a nice healthy weight, your body's metabolism is essentially monopolized, co-opted by just keeping you alive. And we're not fighting viruses like we used to. We're not fighting really. I mean, at the end of the day, we're not fighting polio and measles like we used to. We're fighting like phthalates. Our bodies is, is, is fighting pesticides. Our bodies are fighting GMOs that it doesn't even know how to interact with. It's like, well, our, our ancestors never dealt with this. What is this thing? And our body just doesn't have the ability to properly metabolize this stuff. And so that's really the concept when it comes to EMFs. And it's scary. Like we have never had a microwave like in, in our household as a family, my wife and I. And we've been married for almost 13 years. And we have a little microwave survival hack because we did a little survey with our tribe and our natural living family. We found what's the number one thing that you need help with when it comes to like detoxing your kitchen. Everyone was like, how do I get by without a microwave? What do I do? So we show you how to, you know, melt your butter and reheat your food, but we have a convection oven and we have little hacks and things like a microwave is completely useless and only will cause harm. But yeah, we, we can go a whole thing on EMFs as a whole, but just be careful y'all. And again, at the end of the day, here's the thing. It's unavoidable. Like this is one of those things. I'm not in a, I'm not walking outside in a hazmat suit freaked out because of all the smog. I, certain things are just unavoidable. And thank God our bodies are resilient. Thank God our bodies evolve and our bodies adapt to its environment. And I, I hope that our bodies will evolve and adapt to this onslaught of EMFs, but try to reduce it as much, at least as much as possible in your home. Like, you know, putting your phone in airplane mode or off at night, not next to your, right, not next to you, you know, on and charging next to your bed stand on, you know, in, in, you know, whatever it is, Bluetooth mode and, you know, maybe turn off your router at night, can't hurt, or at least putting in on the other side of the house where hopefully it won't affect you too bad. Like you start thinking like this. And a lot of people have found that they start again, sleeping better at night, especially if you have, you know, no reason, but you don't sleep very good at night. Like try, just try it for two or three days in a row, just turning off your router, turning off your cell phone and, and turning off stuff in your bedroom. Like even turning off your alarm clock, if you could just try to see what it's like, go out in nature. I go camping, see how you sleep. Make sure it's a nice, comfortable bed unless you're sleeping on rocks and you like that thing. But if people have to kind of like, wow, that did make a difference for them to see it. Yeah, it really is. When you start to think about how many of those EMFs are waving around us <laughs> and impacting us and we don't really have long-term studies for that. So it really is just about being informed, you know, and making choices that can diminish your, your ability, your mm -hmm. connectedness mm -hmm. to it. Because... They are everywhere, but there's also ways that you can choose to not be as exposed. Yep. And that's the bottom line when it comes, and this is something I like, when it comes to your home, that's where you have control. So make sure you have a good air purifier in your home, good water purification in your home. Make sure you're using the right air fresheners or lack of, or maybe diffusing essential oils, like all these things, like you do have ultimate control in your house. Even if it's an apartment, you do have a lot more control than maybe what you think. And that's something that we want to leave people with. Yeah. We really, we, we don't want you to make you feel like you're a victim of your circumstances or a victim of what's around you. And you're right. You can't choose what's happening at work or happening 
oftentimes even in your car. I mean, there's certain things like we, you know, your gas being emitted out of your car. There's a lot of things you can freak out about, but your home, you're sleeping at home and that's your place. Make it a safe haven. Make it a healthy place. Do you have a few stories of people who started to incorporate essential oils into their diet and saw great results? Yeah, I mean, just and it's not just essential oils. And that's one thing that we, we I, you know, got to say here is, is, you know, using essential oils, but living on a fast food lifestyle is so counterproductive. It's like taking one step forward, two steps back. I mean, we're, there was a cool story where one, one lady in our natural living family in one of our groups reported, hey, all I did was like the fat burning roll on and I put it on my tummy and it's been a week. I lost three pounds. Like she did nothing different. She didn't change a thing. Well, that was cool. And that also reevalu, you know, that reinforces this. Hey, if you need a little help, you need a boost, if you're at a plateau, essential oils can help. But what we find the 40 pounds, the 40 inches are the people that embrace this essential oil lifestyle that we're proposing, essentially a natural living lifestyle that they start to exercise. They, they get off the things that we know are inflammatory. We know are insulting the body. They, they minimize their alcohol consumption. They stop the sugar. They really minimize their meat and dairy products because unless you can find good, clean meat and dairy, which is becoming harder and harder nowadays, just stop that, like really minimizing your grains and start loading up on these bioactive rich foods. These are the people with like blood pressure is balancing. Um, one guy, it was, you know, crazy story. Shouldn't it be crazy, but we don't have a lot of men. Um, at least that we know of. They're not as vocal as the women are. That's typically across the board, by the way. If you're a guy listening, you're the minority. Most of the time, it's women. Like 80% of people on our type of websites are women. And so when you get the rare, brave dude out there, you like give him props, give him thumbs up, really try to encourage him. And this man in his 50s uh, shared in our group how like this lifestyle, this approach saved his marriage. Um, he's like, he didn't realize how short-tempered and he actually said, like, I didn't realize how much of a jerk I was. I didn't realize how short-tempered I was with my wife. I didn't realize that, you know, I was really challenged. My walk with God was challenged. And I, I took this opportunity as some soul-searching. Like, I, I took it seriously. He had, a, like, a bear gut on him. Like, a lot of men do. They hold their weight around their abdomen area. And he, he lost some good weight. But not only that, but he gained a perspective. A perspective on life that made him feel better. He was happier. And he said, this has been the best thing that happened in my marriage. I mean, one of the best things, he was crying. Like he was writing down, and like tears comes to my eyes writing this. One of the best things that ever happened in my life to realize I needed a reset, holistic reset to my mind, my body, my soul, my spirit. And he goes, this, this diet challenge that we, we have a 60-day challenge that people can join when they buy the book. He goes, this thing changed my life. I love that because it really is, our body is a temple. And when you put good food, good nutrition in your body, your body truly can thrive. And, and that impacts you on at every aspect of your life, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, relationally, because you feel good. And often you don't know what you're missing until you feel good. And you think, oh my gosh, how did I live like that for so long? Yeah. And one of the things you mentioned in your book that I really think I want to bring home to is you, you say, what's your why? You know, what's your why? Weight loss is cool, but why? Why do you want to have more yeah. energy? Why do you want yeah. to feel better? Why do you want to be out of pain? Because when you're changing habits, having that deep connection with your why is really important to keep you going because it's always easier to default back to that old habit. And so you bring it back to what's your why and really allow people to go on this journey with you. And then together, because you offer the 60-day coaching program 
for free. You guys, when you go to essentialoilsdiet.com, check that out, put your information in, and you'll be invited to be a part of this free coaching program. So not only can you ask questions, but you can gain support and accountability from others who are wanting to live this way as well. So a couple last questions, Dr. Z. You're very well knowledge. You've lived this way for a long time. So this has become your new normal. Tell me what is one thing that you do every day to keep yourself focused, excited, and passionate that keeps you healthy that you couldn't live without? Mm, that's a good question. To be real, to be transparent, I do nothing every day. And that's something where I can relate to a lot of people. I have four kids. Uh, ranging from 10 years old now to almost three and going through just a very rigorous season where I was studying to be a doctor and working jobs. And one thing I've learned, and the only thing I probably do consistently is, is give myself grace and understand that, you know, we're all under progress. We're all under construction, so, so to speak. Um, things change. Like I'm trying to do my things every day. Next thing you know, a couple of days ago, my son breaks his collarbone and whoa, next thing you know, my wife wins Mrs. Georgia America. My whole world just flips upside down. I, the one thing I do every day is try my best and, and not to compromise. That's the only thing that I can consistently point back to. Mm. Do I eat the same food every day? Do I do exercise and everything? No, every day. I have this, this mindset where I'm never going to compromise. And now it's not even conscious. It's a subconscious mindset. I, I actually take it for granted, so, so to speak. I'm not tempted by things that used to tempt me years and years and years ago. I, I live a certain way. It's ingrained in my lifestyle. And that is the only thing that I can account to. And, and some people resonate with that. And one thing we get in our diet challenge group is, life happens. It's like, oh, what do I do? I just lost my job. My husband just left me or, or I, I, I slipped. I went to a black tie event and I had the, you know, whatever. I shouldn't have had that, you know? So that's the one thing I want to encourage people to do is if there's one thing that will make the biggest impact on your life is to make the determination that you're worth it and to really, really hone in on the why behind why you're going to do certain things. And, and if you do it outside of yourself, if you have a reason that you, why do you want to be healthy? Is it so you can look good? Is it so you could feel good? You know, is it so you can fit in those pants again? That's a why that's essentially based in self-interest and vanity that will fail you because when you're tempted, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I can make allowance for that. But if it's a why that's outside of you, if you're doing this for your kids, your family, like me, I'm doing this to honor God. I'm doing this to help other people you become accountable to something outside yourself. And so compromise isn't an option. Mm, absolutely. Give yourself some grace and try your best every day. And I think every day you can go to bed at night feeling good about how the day went. So thank you so much, Dr. Z, for sharing your heart and your wisdom with us. You guys go to EssentialOilsDiet.com for more information on how to add essential oils into your diet to detox from the toxicity that's happening all around us and truly live your best life with the support of the group as well. And you can also check out their podcast at Natural Living Family Podcast. And of course, we've got NaturalLivingFamily.com. So thank you again, Dr. Z. And for everyone else, remember to dream big. 
so much for hanging out with us today. I want to hear your aha moment from today's amazing episode. If you could leave a review at whatever podcast player you choose to listen from, Apple Podcast, CastBox, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're listening from, leave a review and share with us your favorite part of today's episode. Thanks for hanging out. And remember to dream big. 